0: This is Autoline Daily reporting on all aspects of the global automotive industry. While BMW is once again the top luxury automaker on a global basis, the company sold just over two and a half million vehicles in 2019 including its Mini and Rolls-Royce brands. That was just ahead of Mercedes-Benz, which sold 2.34 million passenger vehicles last year. And Audi trailed behind its German rivals with over 1.8 million vehicles sold in 2019. Despite a slowdown in the global car market, each of the German luxury brands were able to increase sales last year, thanks to strong sales in Germany, China, and the U.S. Last November, Tesla announced plans to build a plant in Germany, which will make the Model 3 and Y starting in 2021. It would seem like a big investment for the EV maker, but in a roundabout way, it actually won't have to spend a dime on it. That's because FCA's deal to pool its fleet with Tesla in Europe, to meet emissions standards, will effectively fund the factory. That's according to a report from Robert W. Baird & Co. The deal with Tesla could cost FCA nearly $2 billion through 2023, which would be enough to pay for the factory. And that's not the only good news for Tesla. Reuters reports that the stock market value for Tesla is now worth more than General Motors and Ford combined. The EV maker's stock is closing in on $500 a share, which puts its market capitalization at nearly $89 billion, $2 billion more than GM and Ford, which are at $50 billion and $37 billion respectively. Tesla's stock has more than doubled in the past three months, thanks to a surprise third-quarter profit getting its factory in China up and running, as well as better-than-expected sales in the fourth quarter. The winners of the North American Car, Truck, and Utility of the Year awards will be announced on Monday. And on Autoline this week, John and three of the NACTOY jurors predict which vehicles will win the award.
1: So, Drew, we'll start with you. In the utilities, Lincoln Aviator, Hyundai Palisade, Kia Telluride. What do you think is going to win? Um, I'll say uh, Palisade. Okay. Mike? Uh, it's, uh, I'll go Telluride. Okay. I'm tending to say, tell you right, that's not necessarily whether I'm voting for it. Right, right. You just think that's the way it's going to go? I think it may. I I think that's the way it's going to go as well. Okay, let's talk about the trucks. Mike, we're going to start with you. There was the Ram Heavy Duty, the Ford Ranger, or the Jeep Gladiator.
0: You know, it's another tough one. I don't know where I'm going to vote, but I'll go with the Jeep right now.
1: You think it'll win, yeah. yeah. Paul? Yeah. Gladiator. Gladiator. Yeah, I, I think so too. Okay, now we didn't get into the cars because a week ago we did a whole show just on that. The finalists are a Corvette C8, Toyota Supra, and Hyundai Sonata. Paul? Corvette.
0: Okay, Corvette. Sonata. Somebody had to say yes. Sonata, right, Drew? <laughs> For a more in-depth analysis of the finalists, you can watch that entire discussion right now on our website, autoline.tv or you can find it on our YouTube channel. General Motors has a science lab in China, and it just won an award for an interesting battery it's working on called a capacitor-assisted battery, or CAB. It's built on a hybrid cell architecture that uses a capacitor as a power assist to a lithium ion battery cell, which helps offset the negative effects temperature has on a battery. Two global battery manufacturers already have a license to mass produce the batteries, which will first replace lead acid batteries for stop-start systems, but it's also looking for synergies for pure EVs as well. You know, in the past, we've gotten some pretty awesome production models solely for the reason that some production-based racing series require a certain amount to be sold to the public. You know, it kind of feels like it's been a long time since that's happened, but Toyota is doing just that with the new GR Yaris. You may scoff at that Yaris at first, but how does a small two-door, all-wheel-drive Yaris with nearly 270 horsepower sound? Pretty good, right? All that power is generated by a turbocharged, 1.6-liter three-cylinder engine, which is mated to a six-speed manual transmission. The car also gets unique bodywork, which is made from both aluminum and carbon fiber, as well as performance suspension, brakes, and seats. You know, I don't see any indication the GR Yaris will be sold outside of Japan, where it will carry a price between roughly $36,000 and $41,500. Speaking of sports cars from Japanese automakers, Nissan is going to show off the Skyline 400R Sprint concept at the Tokyo Auto Show. We like the look of the car, which rocks 20-inch wheels and sports a 400-horsepower twin-turbo engine. Skoda also released design sketches of a vehicle it's working on for the Indian market. Called the Vision IN, it's a compact SUV that features rugged styling. It hints at a production model that is being made exclusively for the Indian market, which will start running down the production line later this year. Coming up next, John is here to tell you all about one of the cars he recently test drove. Autoline Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. We get to test a lot of
1: cars at Autoline and while we always post our views about them on social media, we thought that we ought to include them in Autoline Daily. I just got out of a test drive of a Volvo V90. It's a handsome car from every angle, well-proportioned, with a stable stance. Inside, it's warm, inviting, and comfortable, but I've got a few suggestions on how to make it even better. The backup camera is very dim in nighttime conditions. Either it needs brighter backup lights or a better camera. The sun visors don't extend when you flip them over to the side glass, And with the winter sun so low in the sky, I was getting a lot of annoying glare in a lot of driving situations. Overall, I got 22 miles to the gallon, which was only slightly better than the Chevrolet Silverado V8 with dynamic fuel management I recently drove. Volvo is doing a great job with its product lineup, but with a few tweaks, they could even be better. And hey, if you haven't done so yet, check out our coverage of CES which was made possible by Magna, Gentex, and Bose. I got to experience a lot of cool new technology from automakers and suppliers at the show. So look for my interviews on our website, Autoline.tv, or you can watch them on our YouTube channel. But that's it for today's report. Thanks for watching, and please join us again back here on Monday.